wouldn't say I fantasize about this, but I sometimes wish in the in the way that you kind of wish for something terrible to happen just so like you can get it over with i kind of just wish he would find out you're listening to the one less i'm Susanna scholler in each episode of this podcast i talk to someone about a decision they've made or one they're right in the middle of making this is a show about choosing. Last fall, Allison, and by the way, that isn't her real name. I've changed the names in this episode for reasons that will become obvious. But anyway, one year ago this month, Allison made a really big, really hard decision and ended the relationship she had been in for a decade. And it was one of those breakups that's especially difficult because things with her boyfriend weren't bad. I could have stayed and been perfectly happy. Well, not perfectly, imperfectly happy, I should say. Um, and and somehow that I, I knew that that wasn't right for me, that I didn't want to have that sort of undercurrent of dissatisfaction. Um, uh, for the rest of my life. And so, and, and so I left. The thing about breakups though, is that after you finally decided to go through with it, you're left with all these new decisions. What's gonna happen with the friends you share? Who gets custody of your favorite bar? And then there's this one, which Allison has had on her mind. When is it an appropriate time um, to make public the new relationship that I'm in because it's a relationship that began not terribly long after I broke up, which was also the most sort of jarring part of this whole experience for me is that it was a relationship that formed soon after I had broken up with this person I had been with for 10 years and had been absolutely in love with. And, and those feelings didn't go away um, or that concern and that love, that, you know, that platonic love didn't go away. My, my thoughts about this have been just, just sort of hyper-focused on like the moment when he finds out and how he's going to feel in that moment. And that's the moment that keeps me from talking about it or posting a picture about it. This whole struggle over when and how to come clean about her new relationship, it doesn't so much take place in Allison's real life. She and her ex, who we're gonna call Paul, by the way, they don't live in the same city anymore. So it's not like she's worried about running into him when she's out with her new boyfriend, who we're calling Jack. What Allison has to avoid is the whole internet, and in particular, Facebook. It was just a world that we shared together, like the, where we could possibly cross paths. Like in the real world, there's no world that we that overlaps right now for us. Um, social media is a place where we could bump into each other. And so for me, that's just like a space. It's like being around the block from him. Are you guys still like Facebook friends? We are. I'm not sure if he blocked me or not. I remember soon after we broke up, he asked me a strange question. He asked, so it was around the time that um, this new 
uh, feature. Uh, they had just revealed this new feature of Facebook that allowed for people who had just broken up to sort of select for um, the kinds of information that they want to, made available to, to the ex. And he asked me if I was gonna do that. Um, if I were gonna, if I was gonna try out this like Facebook feature and I said, I said no, like I hadn't really, it hadn't really crossed my mind because I hadn't, I was being honest. Um, but it made me think that he was considering it and um, yeah, and so I, I still haven't done it. I mean, I haven't blocked anything. I mean, I guess my version of blocking him has been to just drop off of drop Facebook altogether. <laughs> um, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, but I I can't see his photo. Like, I, not that I tried to look at his photos either. I mean, I guess I could easily find out. And he's never really been super active on Facebook to begin with. So I don't know if like missing information is just something that's always been missing and I never noticed it before or if it's intentionally missing. So, so that, so I can't say if he's blocked me or not. I don't know. I asked Allison about when she and Paul first got together. I was 18. Um, I, oh gosh, I hate how vividly I remember meeting him and how vividly I remember how I felt about him when I first met him and how exciting it was. Um, and I think also that's, um, I, I don't think this is the case, but I certainly ask myself like to what extent is my reluctance to like come out with the relationship? Um, to what extent is my reluctance like related to sort of the gesture of making the relationship public being like the final door that closes on the relationship. Um, certainly not to like suggest that I'm in any way like keeping it on the sidelines as like an availability. Like I am, I'm totally past that point, but I'm still, um, but it's, it's still hard to like close, you know, to turn the page. Allison took an Uber on her way to meet me, and her driver had some words of wisdom for her about this decision she's making. When I was discussing my decision with the Uber driver, something interesting the Uber driver brought up was, well, it depends on how serious you are about the guy. Um, and and so, uh, and I guess that's that's part of why it's so important, this decision is so important to me because I am very serious about this guy. Um, and I foresee it being um, important for him to know that I'm in this relationship because I don't anticipate getting out of this relationship anytime soon. You guys just moved in together. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. I can see how that would feel like a bigger thing to be mm -hmm. hiding than mm -hmm. just I'm dating someone. Exactly. Now. Yeah. Um, I worry that like, seeing me in a new relationship will completely um, mischaracterize what the reasons for um, me getting out of the old relationship. I think I, I'm worried that Paul will misinterpret me um, falling in love with someone afterwards as, as, as some kind of a denial um, or invalidation of my love for him and how committed I was to that relationship and that 
I don't want him to think that I was, you know, sitting there for 10 years wishing that I was in another relationship, um, you know, that I really did picture our lives together. And um, I think it will be very difficult to see that and not have that reaction. I, I wouldn't blame him for having that reaction because it's a completely natural one. And there, it, there's so, so many things about my life right now that's, and I hate sometimes that I still think this way, but I see the life that I'm kind of building and sharing with this new guy and realizing that these are things that I had wanted with the old guy um, that we had never really talked about. I mean, we had talked about it to some extent, but part of the problem was that we didn't talk about it. Um, but I just, um, you know, being in my backyard and playing with my dog and Jack um, and just seeing this picture sort of from above and knowing that like if, if Paul saw this picture, it would, it would hurt so much. Um, and yeah, and that makes it really difficult. What are the things, what are those things that like you feel like you're learning now that you wanted? Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I, you know, that's, that's difficult to answer. Oh, I mean, it's not difficult to answer because I know, I know what I'm getting. I obviously know what I'm getting out of this relationship that I wasn't getting out of the last relationship and I'm, and what I'm learning um, about myself based on like what makes me happy now and what, what made me happy then and didn't make me happy. And one of the things I've learned about myself is how much I suspected that this was a problem in the last relationship. And I would always feel a little bit uneasy approaching this topic with him, but just how I'm loved. And I feel so, it's not that I feel so much more loved, although I do in a way, but I think it has more to do with like, I'm being loved in, in the exact way that I need to be loved. And and I think that's something I also learned about my last relationship through being in this new relationship is that like, I, I know that, I know that Paul loved me. And I always questioned that because he never did it in the way that I needed it. I, he never expressed it in the way I needed it to be expressed. And so I, um, you know, I wish I had known, like, actually, yes, he did love me and in, in very dearly too, but he just didn't show me how much he loved me in the way that I needed it to be shown to me. And so, um, and so I, I get that here in this relationship and I, and I didn't know how important that was to me until I had it and realized that I couldn't go without this. Now that I've had it, I couldn't go to another relationship that was like my last one, you know? Do you find that because you got out of one relationship and into another in relatively, like, in a pretty short amount of mm -hmm, time, mm -hmm. do you feel like that, um, like, forces a comparison? Like, that you, you find it's, yeah, like, do you feel like you compare the two? I do. I, I definitely compare the two. Um, yeah, I, um, I certainly find myself, um... I find myself like resisting what might be a natural urge because of the close proximity of the relationships, which is to compare. I feel like that's unhealthy and I'm only doing it because um, they were so close together. But but I feel like I, I am also suspect that I'm curbing a natural sort of tendency of mine that has nothing to do with the relationships being so close together in time. 
I have these weird ticks too related to um, the relationships being so close together and of like uh, I'm so terrified of calling Jack Paul so terrified to the point and I have never done so I came close once um, and it wasn't it wasn't in a it was just like we were driving and I and I was you know I was about to say Jack and it, it almost came out like Paul and and I stopped myself way before he could have like suspected that I almost called him something else it just sort of sounded like a stammer um, but I'm so terrified of it that I it's become a tick so that in my head every time I say his name I'm also like like consciously unsaying Paul's name yeah yeah <laughs> like I'll say Jack and think not Paul Jack not Paul, Jack, Jack. And I, I'll say that in my head, which is so crazy. Um, and I actually think, think it makes me more likely to say, to say his name, to say Paul's name instead of Jack's because I'm so paranoid about it. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm wait, I'm really, I can't wait for that one to pass. Um, I just now sort of entered the place or a place of distance where I don't have as many dreams about Paul either. Those are, those are frustrating as well um so i feel like it's kind of like when you learn a new language um, yeah. and you start dreaming that language i want to start dreaming in jack yeah. <laughs> stop dreaming in paul how has the presence of the absence of Paul, you know, of your ex. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How has the fact that you haven't told him and that you are considering it, how has that affected your current relationship? Um, surprisingly very little, which is, I think, makes it more like strange and interesting that it is such a big deal because it's not weighing on our relationship in any way. Jack's very understanding and has been very understanding about my reluctance to put anything on Facebook or to tell too many people about a relationship. He doesn't take it personally. He understands that a lot of it has to do with my wanting to protect the feelings of someone I still care so much about and don't want to hurt. Um, and so I, there, there have been moments where he expresses a little bit of frustration, um, not necessarily towards me, but just towards the very fact that he can't like share his happiness about the relationship with people. Um, and, and, and this was sort of back in early spring when, uh, when we were talking about like, when would be an appropriate amount of time. And I was sort of negotiating timelines with him. So like maybe six months is, is appropriate. I don't know, like, does the length of the relationship way on that like it, because it was 10 years like is a year appropriate I, I just um and so and I think at the time we had sort of agreed like okay I think I feel comfortable like after six months uh after six months after it happened and then six months came around and I still wasn't feeling very comfortable about it and now I could say like I thought if back then I had said a year I think I'll feel comfortable after a year well a year is next month and I feel certainly more comfortable than I did six months afterwards, but I still don't feel comfortable. And I, I'm starting to realize um, that I was kind of naive about like putting this like timestamp on it when in actuality, I'm never gonna feel comfortable with it. 
Um, and, but Jack has been really understanding, understanding about it. Um, I find myself now, I think he got used, he, he got used to the, to not, um, being public about it. And I've actually gotten a little bit more antsy about it. Like the more time that passes, I actually want to advertise it a little bit more than he does. Yeah, I, I think it's just gonna be like one of those sort of deep breath, kind of jumping off the cliff kind of moments. Like, all right, just gotta do it. And I, I imagine it going something like, we're gonna share this picture of ourselves like hiking somewhere. <laughs> like, it's gonna be so <laughs> stupid that like, this huge decision that I've been kind of anxious about for a year is going to sort of be enacted in this picture of us hiking. Like it's this like uploading of a picture, a stupid picture like that, that will make this huge decision for me. I, I think about like, is, are there, are there, is there the equivalent of baby steps when it comes to sort of publicly acknowledging our relationship? Like, is the first picture ambiguous? Because ambiguous uh, with regard to like the romantic status of our relationship. Like, could this be, do I want it to be a picture that if he looked at, again, this again could be completely self-centered in that I'm imagining him looking at my picture and hypothesizing about whether or not I'm friends or in a relationship with the guy I'm in the picture with. Like he could look at it and not think a thing and move on with his life because he's totally over me. So I, I worry about that too, that like my fixation on this decision is completely self-absorbed. I, yeah, I think about that. Like if it's just a picture of us hanging out, will he sort of, question like are they friends are they dating what's the status you know or do I just go like all in like a picture of us like our faces smashed together you know as much as I like uh, as much as I say it's about sort of protecting his feelings and not wanting to hurt him and that's all very true and cer certainly the the guiding reason for my anxiety um I, I also just worry about being tacky <laughs> and, um, and, and I, and so I guess that's, that's sort of what's behind me using a word like appropriate because there's, there's, yeah, there is an appropriate amount of time or, I, or it's more, it's easier to identify the inappropriate amount of time. Like a month is an inappropriate amount of time. Um, even three months feels like an inappropriate amount of time when you've been dating for 10 years. A year feels slightly more appropriate, but it's so arbitrary. So when you imagine your ex finding out though, <clears throat> you picture that taking place over like small social media moments, is there any possibility you would like tell him in a more direct way? <laughs> That would be, I completely understand that my, that might be the best way to go about this. Um, and, and yet I feel like if I did that, it would be, I, I don't know. Sometimes I, I have this, this like, uh, aversion to doing it that way simply because it's the way I should go about doing it, doing it. And it's the, the right way to do it. Um, 
right? In, in, yeah, I mean, in this moment, I feel like being selfish. Like, in whereas in so many moments in that relationship, I wasn't selfish. Well, I'm sure I was, but I just want to be selfish in this moment and be a coward and not and not have that official conversation with him where I tell him. Because that conversation is going to be just as painful as him finding out by a picture on Facebook. And the only difference is that I am going to immediately observe and feel his pain. And that's going to suck for me. <laughs> and, and if he's going to feel that anyway, I don't, not, I mean, I don't want to participate in that. So it turns out this whole thing goes further than Allison's ex. The story of getting out of one long relationship and into a new one is something she's had to keep from other people, too. So Jack's, my current boyfriend's um, older brother, just got out of a long-term relationship. And to hear um, his family kind of speculate, to hear them speculate about what happened, um, and to hear them sort of try to sort of understand her side, the girl's side of, um, of the, of the breakup. And she was the one who instigated it as I understood it, um, made me in so many instances want to help sort of, um, alleviate like their, their concern and their confusion about it by, by sort of representing that side of the relationship in no way sort of taking her side, but just like, this is what might be going through the head of someone who ends a 10 year relationship <laughs> and, and feeling like I could just clear up so much, so much mystery about that situation, um, by revealing to them that I was in a long-term relationship before I started dating their son, which is- They, they don't know that? They don't know that either. So, actually, <laughs> so, you're kind of leading a double life. I feel like it sometimes. I feel like it. And, um, and I've actually expressed to Jack my desire to want to tell them and, and, and the, the feeling that I'm hiding something from them. Because at this point, it will be very strange that um, that I didn't tell them that I was in this 10-year relationship. And of course, part of the reason why I didn't tell them, or I didn't tell them for many reasons having to do with it being kind of weird to tell, <laughs> there'd be never an occasion to tell my boyfriend's mom like I was in a relationship with it. But also like for the obvious reason, which is like, without knowing the situation, it looks really bad for their son. Um, and it looks, it makes him look like a rebound, which he absolutely isn't. Um, I care very deeply about him and um, I would want to be able to explain all of that to his parents. Like I, um, I want, I want to help them feel better. And I think I could by, by, yeah, by giving them that, that perspective, but I also, you know, I want them to understand that I'm, you know, I mean, it's easy to think of the girl who broke your son slash brother's heart as a bad person. And, and, um, 
and I don't want them to associate that with me. I don't want to be the bad person in the old relationship. And I think about that also when they're kind of speculating, you know, what could have, you know, we liked her so much and now, and you have the mom sort of turning against the girl that she liked for so long. And I picture Paul's mom and sister talking about me and speculating about me in the same way. And I, and I think, oh my gosh, like they must hate me. They, I mean, and with, with good reason, like they love their son, they love their brother. You're gonna hate the girl who broke their heart. I know it looks bad and it would seem that I'm just in some way sort of not willing to be alone. And so I'm kind of transferring these feelings I had for this other person to your your loved one. Um, but it isn't that way. And I've so rigorously examined so rigorously examined how I feel about feel about Jack and I've been very hard on myself about sort of questioning my motives and asking myself difficult questions like can I be alone and um, you know is this a rebound and I every time come to the conclusion that it's absolutely not and that still doesn't make me any more um, sort of articulate when explaining how it happened. Like, I still can't believe that it happened. Like, how on earth does it happen um, that you meet someone? And yet I keep hearing so many instances, and I don't know if it's the kind of thing, like, when you're pregnant, you see pregnant women everywhere, and you also see, like, signs and advertisements for abortion clinics everywhere. Like, every aspect of pregnancy is suddenly everywhere in the world. I feel that way um, about being in the situation I'm in, which is that I keep hearing about instances where uh, people get out of long-term relationships and enter a new one that then becomes the relationship. And so um, a, a friend of mine just went to a wedding where um, a woman admittedly married her rebound. She said, I married my rebound. And so, um, I keep hearing about things like that and so it makes me feel a little bit <laughs> bad i mean again not to, he's not a rebound at all you know but it looks that way and so i don't know what it is about um the relationship after the end of a really big relationship just somehow working out Do you wish that you had met Jack yes. later? Yes. <laughs> Not because, I mean, I wish I hadn't, like, um, God, yeah, I wish I met him years ago, right? But but actually, yes, I wish we had, I wish there had been a little bit more time. Not just for the sake of this this particular decision in which, like, the timing makes it all much more suspect than it is. Um, but just for my own sort of the sake of my own processing of the old relationship, um, I have spent too much time, <laughs> too much time in this current relationship for obvious reasons. You know, I think it's natural, but I spent a lot of time just like, um, processing the old relationship in moments when I definitely wish I had had a little bit more time to process on my own.
guess the, con- question, the conclusion is going to be whether you let me um, broadcast this to the internet or not. I know. Eeny, meeny, miny. Post. I mean, if, oh gosh, I always used to be the kind of person who would say that everything happens for a reason. And I feel like I'm emerging from that philosophy a little bit and that way of thinking. But um, the part that lingers um, is telling myself that like, should someone stumble on this podcast and somehow it, it reaches like the parties who I'm most concerned about finding out, then damn it, it was supposed to happen that way. What are the odds? And so, yeah. Okay, well, if it does, if it does happen that mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. what is like a thing you would want them to have heard you say, not to them, but to me here on this podcast? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would want them um, to know that how the timing makes it very confusing, but that I have have been honest with myself and that like I just want them to appreciate how tangled of a situation this is and that no part of it has been easy. It was never easy for me to to keep this information. It was never easy to I mean, I, as as many parts of this relationship have been easy, the thing that makes that has made it the the thing that makes it never easy is just again its proximity to this other part of my life that was so important to me and defined me for so long. I'm just starting to understand that some chapters close and new ones open, and and it's amazing how even though they're right next to each other, they can still not touch in so many important ways. At the end of the day, like, all I'm thinking about all of this because I'm in a really good relationship right now. And I think the best part of this whole conversation is that I'm not worried at all about the actual relationship I'm in. Like, no part of my concern or anxiety over this decision has to do with how it's going to affect my current relationship, which is the most important thing to me right now, and it's the thing I'm least worried about. And so that that makes me, like, far more confident, like, entering this possible sort of really sticky situation with people who um, may not understand right away. Um, But yeah, but I know that I still got him and that he has my back and he understands. And the fact that he understands it is the most important thing to me. And so that's the best part of the situation. Yeah. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of the one less and thanks to allison for sharing something she wasn't really ready to share with the internet and trusting me with that i really appreciate it you can subscribe to the one less in itunes i'm on twitter at one less podcast and the website is the one less.com i'm sorry this episode was late this month i know you were all waiting with bated breath um <laughs> 
got another episode next month should be on time this time around and thank you for listening this is not the road less traveled this is the one